Ready, set, shape. Welcome to the Shape Shift Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Ryan. And today we are interviewing Danny Dunn and Scott Payne. And we're going to get right to it. So before we do, um, what are we going to be talking about? So today I have realized that as a person with a ton of CRM lead management experience and knowing what Shape does, someone asked me, okay, well, what does it do? Why is it better? Why is it? Wh- wh- why would I join Shape? And I, I kind of freeze up. So we're in for a special treat here. We have, I would say, probably the two most knowledgeable people about the software. And we're going to start with Danny Dunn. Danny is a senior project manager. She's like the Swiss army knife of uh, Shape. She is the person that is working with uh, product development, uh, enterprise accounts, and doing demos and really showing how the system's used, what it can actually do. And D- Danny, say hi. What's up? Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me, Jimmy. Excited to talk all about Shape. We're going to nerd out. So, all right. And then uh, we have Scott Payne here. Scott is the CEO of SDP Solutions. I know Scott because I have worked with a competitor of Shape. I shouldn't even say it's a competitor, but a different lead management software where, dude, I I cut a check to you for $70,000. My goodness. I want a refund. No, I'm just kidding. You were worth it. But we, we, what I found in building out a CRM system, you need to, or lead management system is that you do need a ton of time to program it. And I think that, I mean, that's just kind of like a great segue into the features that are excellent about shape, but, uh, but, but what do you do for shape and why have you joined the team? So I am the uh, the CEO of SDP solutions and, you know, uh, we are professional services consulting. We help with multiple systems, um, when it comes to lead management, but, um, you know, really uh, have found a, uh, a passion of mine is innovation in the lead management space. And there has not been a company that, that I've come across like Shape as it relates to constantly innovating, coming up with new things. And by the way, like it already has almost everything you would need already. Like there's uh, where we're going from here is, is uh, you know, to, to the moon versus just trying to get down the highway over there fighting traffic. Like we're and so long story short, I'm with. SDP Solutions is a third party, but we're actually, um, I feel like we're part of the team because I'm working with Shape so much as it relates to helping our clients or our new clients uh, learn more about Shape. And so we're just working together as as a team, really, we spend so much time together. Bro, so, okay, that's the part where I want to go to. So I want to, I really want to hit this high level and I want to keep this very quick for the listener because I want to hit, I I really want to hit on every single main huge point. So the first part is innovation. I think that that's one of the parts. But I actually want to dial it back. So uh, super high level. I have a CRM already. I have a lead management system already. I have a phone already. Why shape? And I'm going to start with Danny. I would keep 60 seconds. Why shape? Shape collapses all of your products into a single solution. It's really easy to use. You don't need a PhD in order to set it up. And uh, Scott can attest to this. We've I mean, him and I both have set up systems and it seems like you need literally a master's degree in order to figure out how to set up a simple automation. And uh, we believe that it can be easier than that. So um, we have everything you need all in one and it's easy to use. Wow. Gosh, I wish I would have said that like this, like this whole past a mastermind past few days. Like you're right. Collapses it collapses it into a single solution. And Scott, how much did we beat our head against the wall? When, you know, when, when making this, making the system, basically giving solutions to the system, you you know, and like, and and just beating your head against the wall. Yeah. You needed a PhD or you needed all of SDP solutions, whole team to do it. Um, All right. Going to Scott. I I mean, that's an excellent answer, Danny, but Scott, what does, why shape? I already have a CRM. I already have a lead manager system. Why shape? I would ask you if you have these, you know, these tools in place. And now, how are you using them? Um, you're probably beating your head against the wall in a lot of cases. You're uh, struggling with the fact you have to get back to your desktop to press all of the buttons. Every time you get off a call, you have to go and and type a bunch of notes and all of the different stuff that you do. And Shape has the ability to simplify your life. Uh, this is not something that that people like wake up every morning wanting to do lead management. In fact, Alec Hansen over at Lone Depot have talked to him a lot of times about how 
lead management is boring. Like he's, he's, that's what people think. It's boring. So if it's boring, let's make it easy. Let's make it simple. And if we can simplify it, maybe it's not as boring, or at least it's just now a, an easier part of your day than someone has to again go in and type all of these notes and do all these things to then kick off the next things. Shape has so many tools that make your life easy. Okay, so that's excellent. And yeah, Alec Hansen, I've interviewed him several times. I mean, you don't get much more lead management, I guess, expert than Alec with all the. I mean, I think he leads a two billion dollar region. So I mean, like, you need to know how to how to how to manage leads and how to follow up with them and what the optimal time to call is and all that type of stuff. And it's got to be easy, yes, because you're not going to start your day excited, ready to go, get your coffee and go work off an Excel spreadsheet or a Google sheet. But you know how many people do that? I'm I'm not joking more than 50%. It, 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 like, it would surprise the heck out of you. And I asked somebody the other day, I was like, how do you manage all your leads? Oh, I have it all in my memory. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know, right? My <laughs> eyes rolled to Danny. That's just, you're like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. That just gave me instant anxiety just because you know, I like to call myself very on top of it. I, I have a very good memory, but we're human. And the problem is, is that humans as good as we are and as amazing as we can be, um, we make mistakes, we forget things, we get sick, we go on vacation. And that's what shape doesn't do. Shape doesn't get sick. It doesn't go on vacation. It is there always working for you. Um, And it really makes your job easier. Just to kind of piggyback off of what Scott was saying, I like to say that Shape has a lot of cool factor features that, um, you know, the actual users like, because as users of Shape ourselves, we like to make things easier. We have a lot of things to do in the day. So features like our mobile app, using AI automation, clicking a button to make a call or send an email with a template. We make it easy for the user. And like I said, as a user of the system myself, because I do also manage enterprise accounts, that is what makes me want to use Shape. And it also is what makes business owners want to use our product too, because it the users actually use it and adopt it. I would also add too, Rook, too, because this in your head part, right? Um, there's a lot of companies, a lot of people who work with not just customers, but they're working with, let's say, a real estate agent or a referral partner of some kind. And what you can't always keep in your head is, when's the last time that I got a record or a customer or a referral from that referral partner? So I speak to a lot of, I actually have probably 15 close friends of mine who are retail loan officers. And I always ask them, try to trick questions about, you know, because I know they're not using lead management. I'm trying to get them to uh, all of this time. But Ask them, when's the last time you got a lead from your top real estate agent? They're like, uh, yesterday. What about the second best? Uh, And they stop. And then it's like, one, they don't know who the second best is. uh, And two, they can't remember the last time we got a lead from them. And just the idea of what you can do with Shape as it relates just to that component as well. Not even all of the customer stuff. But now I could start to, I would know with Shape who is my top performing real estate agent, partners, et cetera. And when's the last time I got a lead from them? And how do I need to be from there? So I, I, we're getting into the weeds. I want to I want to stay high level. Yeah. I want to stay high level. So I, I, dude, how much time, money, and effort did you and I both spend, Scott, on trying to do that in in, in a different in a different uh, lead management system? It's almost impossible. Lead scoring, all that stuff is high level. But look, I, I'm talking about the person that uses a system that, like, look, I'm crazy, and Scott, you know that. I mean, I am. I'm pretty darn crazy when it comes to calling leads. I I actually enjoy getting hung up on. I don't know why. I, I pick up the phone right away after and say, I'm so sorry, we uh, we lost connection. You were saying, <laughs> and I'll say it with a freaking smile on my face. Like, I just like, I don't know. Heard it many it, times. Yeah. Here, and just, just, just to, because I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. I made it a game. I made it a freaking game. And I would track, I would get a point when someone would hang up on me. It, and, and and I used to get pissed off when people would hang up on me. How the hell are you hanging up on me? I'm Jimmy Ryan. I'm God's gift to mortgage. Like I can save you from renting and you're hanging up on me. And I'd be pissed until I made it into a game. And here's what I figured out. I figured out that every single time that I, I took all of my hangups for the entire year, I tracked it. I took how, how much money I made for the entire year. And I figured out that I get paid like $650 every single time somebody hangs up on me. And 
I was, and, and I would call them immediately right again. And then they'd hang up on me again. And I was like, I just made $1,200. You know, it's just like, this is awesome. And I, I wouldn't call again. I would just move on, but I would move on with like an extra, you know, hop to my, my, my skip. So, okay. Innovation and, and, and gamification. I think that this is why I think this is what people miss. I think this is why people don't call their leads on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, whatever it is that their theme day is. I think it's just so clunky and so difficult. You have to copy and paste a, a phone number. You have to, you know, call off of your cell phone as opposed to a click dial. I, to someone that doesn't understand how efficient it can actually be, it's just like talking to Alexa. Alexa, reorder this for me. Or I swear I use Siri more than I use Google. I'm not going to freaking type in my question. I'm going to ask, what is this? I forget, like stupid questions, you know, that you just, hey, what is this? Anyway, I want to go go into specifically high level solutions that make it efficient. Why would I want that when I already have something that keeps track of all my leads, has notes in there? Maybe it's the phone, maybe there isn't. Maybe there's a drip campaign, maybe there isn't. Why, why is shape that much better? And I'm going to start with Danny. Well, let's just walk through the lead process. So first and foremost, we have super, it's super easy to post leads into shape. We have a simple post URL API method. We even have um, landing pages that are, that are CRO optimized for our customers to be What's able to CRO? find leads. CRO. Oh man. I forget the actual what it's supposed to stand for, but essentially what it means is it's optimized for conversion. So for example, if you send a lead to a web page where it doesn't have valuable information at the top fold and makes them want to input their personal details, then they're just not going to. So CRO optimized means the top fold and the page in general is designed for lead conversion. It makes them want to submit their info. Got it. Okay. So like on a lending tree application, because are you purchasing or are you refinancing? Is this the first time or is this your second? Is that that type of a thing? So that is actually a lead funnel, which is something that we have as well. So the CRO landing pages are actually, you know, above the top fold, we give high value information and an easy to submit form, for example. Um, then we also have uh, customized and personalized scheduling. So you can wait, wait, hang on, hang on just a second. So what does that mean to a loan officer and a real estate agent? So like, hey, I'm a realtor. I'm listening to this. I work with a business partner of mine, whatever. Why is that optimal? Why, why does that actually like, like I'm going to buy shape because it does this. What what is the actual what's the pain point? What's the solution? Well, we can expand this not only to just loan officers and realtors, we can expand this to any any person that has a business or wants to get leads. Um, if you're a lot of times people make the mistake of sending leads to a page that does not make the lead want to put in their information. Full stop. It's you want this because it makes you get more leads. Okay, so like with a loan officer, particularly, look, my realtor just texts me the phone number. They share it in a in a you know in an iMessage or whatever it is, and I have all their contact information. Why would I want this? Why is this better? Well, first of all, you need consent. So if you're planning on sending text messages, email messaging, et cetera, you need consent from the person that the person that the realtor referred to you. Well, Danny, so, I don't do that. I'm just going to, well, they referred it to me. I'm just not going to, I'm not, I'm going to implied consent check. Implied consent versus actual consent, you know, I mean, to each his own, but it is, um, you, you need, if you plan on texting through any type of software, you de do need firsthand consent. <clears throat> so we actually track the IP, we track when they checked it. Etc. So it keeps you in compliance. That's okay. That's th okay. That's absolutely the solution there. I mean, that's that, that's huge. So all right, now okay. I, hey, instead of an iMessage, I'm 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 filling out a form. I'm I'm putting it into the system. Why is that beneficial? To let's just say here, I'm a real estate agent and I'm on the go. I I, I just want to share the freaking content with you. I I should just be able to verbally tell you of a, a freaking phone number out over over the phone and have you just take it from me. Why, if I'm a loan officer, why would I want to do that? And then I'm going to get to Scott. So you're saying um, if you're talking to a real estate agent and instead of just giving them a phone number, you're sending them to a page? 
I'm a loan officer and I'm trying to get a real estate agent to send me leads. Why is this way better? This way is better because you can not only show what your benefits are, because if you send that, if you just say, hey, this guy's great. Okay, great. Uh, where's the proof? So if you send them to a page where it shows the value of what that person provides to you, and then you have, for example, like a testimonial block review site, you prove that not only am I what I say that I am, but here's firsthand proof of what I do. That is a benefit. And then beyond that, once you fill out the information, you can then choose to go into a lead qualifying funnel or you can actually schedule a meeting right on your loan officer's calendar. So it cuts out all the bullshit and gets you the lead right into uh, your workflow, really. And you have all of the consent and all the necessary compliance that you need. I love it. All the bullshit. We're going to have to, this is an E. We're going to put an e, e next to the, 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 the shapeshift. Uh, you can me out too. <laughs> but honestly, though, you're truly though, Danny, it is. There's a lot of bullshit that happens. And I would argue too, is that a referral partner needs to be trained. This is how, this is what lead intake is for us. And you can send a text. You can call me on the phone. You can call me at Saturday at 10 o'clock at night and expect that I answer the phone and expect that I'm going to take jot down a number and then call them right away. Or you can work it the way that we work it, which by the way is the <laughs> best way. And by the way, it leads to conversion. And by the way, isn't just about a pre-approval letter. It's more about, hey, let's get to a freaking closing. And this is my proven system. You could do it your way, but the best referral partners that I work with do it this way. Scott, I, I, I want you to add on that. So, okay, I want to, I'm sure you have some stuff to say about that, but I want to advance this to, hey, now they put it into the form. They've not implied consent, they consented. Why is that important to now the loan officer that is working the lead? So I do want to come back to that. I do want to touch on one part. Referral partners, so people come to me and ask for help on what loan officers they should work with. They're interested in buying a house. Who should I, who should they talk to? And I, they come to me because I'm well-connected, know lots of people in the mortgage business as an example. And they say, who should I talk to? I only want to send to people who I know are going to take care of them. Right. And I don't want to send them to someone who is going to be using a spreadsheet and fingers crossed it's going to get done. And so that's what shape provides because it's going to be transparency. It's going to be making sure that things are uh, done with a great customer experience in mind and that, you know, they're going to get taken and followed up with. That's the, one of the biggest things that people don't do is follow up correctly. And Shape helps with a lot of that. So when it comes to, uh, to, to go out to your real estate agent, to your partners, whoever it is, it's not a real estate agent, it could be a CPA, could be whoever, say, I'm going to take care of your customers. Here's the start of it, all of the stuff Danny said. And then I'm going to get into the next part here, which is how do I follow up and do what I say I'm going to do? How am I going to put my money where my mouth is? And so that's where Shape can help talk about simplifying people's lives is that I may not be sitting at my computer all day long, but I need to be able to update and do the things accordingly to, to kick off the next things, or I need to have an integration with my external systems to be updating the system so that other workflows can kick off and cancel automatically. And you build this workflow. It sounds, well, I think when, when people hear the word workflow, they, they get a little scared because it's like, it sounds like a lot, like I need to define the entire thing. But what's great about Shape is it already has the workflows built into the system as default, and you can come in and adjust them as you see fit. So, so let's talk about that. Process. Yeah, let's talk about that. So I, you and I spent a lot of time building out a lead management. Um, let's just call it a lot of a lot of different companies call it different things. Some people call it journeys. Some people call it workflows. Um, you call it a call strategy in some instances. So there's a lot of different ways to call it, but effectively what we're doing is how does a lead go through the system from initial new lead, inputting their information to a closing and beyond? What's the follow-up after that? And and what happens along the way? What are all the dead ends? When is it a dead lead? When do they need credit repair? When, what, what's the workflow for that? When is, uh, when they're in processing, what's the workflow for that? So... Scott, so many, again, people use, use a spreadsheet. I'm doing it right now. I'm, I, I, my processor prints out a list of all my in-file processes and I just go through the list. Check, 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 check. I, I, I want to get to priority view because I don't think many people know what that is unless you've used um, Velocify. And I, I guess here, 
sell me a priority view. Why do I want, why do I want to, gosh, I can't even say it without why do I want, why do I ask the question? It's like, how about you log into a computer and everything you need to do is in a list right in front of you and you just click through the list and check the boxes. I guess here, why would, why would you be afraid of doing that? What would hold somebody back from doing that? What have you seen? Well, I think a lot of it starts with trust, trusting that this is the right order. This is the right. And so to, simpl to simplify terms, essentially what we do is we take all of the records that you have an opportunity to call or work or text or email or just do something with. We, we take all of that and we put it into an order that is the best converting opportunity to the top of the list and on down the list until we have the first opportunity, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. And it's a list could be a list of 20, 50, 100, 1,000. could be a lot that you have to do. But when I come in in the morning, I want to be focused on the right opportunity, the right time. I don't want to be focused on something that, although it might be a good record uh, on the surface, it may not be time for me to, to reach out to them again right now. Uh, so we take this kind of bucket, we whittle it down, we order it in the right way so that when you're done, I think this is kind of the, the thing that I've preached over the years is that even if you were to pick out the best thing to do right now without a priority view, you pick out the best thing, I need to, to do this, I need to text this person, or I need to reach out to this person and call them with a phone call or what have you. When you get done with that, the amount of time it takes you to figure out what to do next adds up. So it might be that this time I know that my first person I need to do this today, this morning, and then my second person. Uh, I may know those two things. And so it only takes me 15 to 20 seconds to then shift from one thing to another. Well, let's so say we I, get to the third. And, and that's the shape shift. So I, I, I want to stay here for just a second. Um, I, I, I think I've talked to you about this. I, I work out at F45. And the, the best thing that I love about F45 is that I show up with workout clothes on. The trainer tells me what to do. On the screen in front of me, there's somebody doing that exact workout. I, I literally, and then like, if the trainer ever says something like that seems kind of complex or like, okay, on this one, make sure you do one, two, and three. I, I tell the trainer, I was like, listen, I don't come here to think. <laughs> yeah. I don't come here to think. I come here to get my ass kicked by you and this and the TV screen that tells me what to do. And in 45 minutes, I'm done. I'm out of here. And I think that it's kind of the same approach. It's like, look, I want to open up my computer screen. I don't want to think about what to do. I'm having my coffee. I'm barely thinking as it is at, at, to, to, in general anyway. I want my coffee. Don't you dare get in, in the way of me and my coffee. I'm going to get my coffee. I'm going to turn on my computer. And I'm going to call my first lead and I'm going to go through my process. And then when I'm done, I know that I did it. I want to, I want to stay here though. So how do I trust? That's the thing. I think that's the key thing. And you said that first, how do I trust? What, why do you know, Scott, why do you know, why does shape know what the best thing is to do? And I actually want to bring in Danny for this. Danny, why, why does shape know what the best, highest, best use of, of the time? Well, there's a thousand things to do today or a hundred things. Why does shape say this one first? Well, first and foremost, our system tracks over literally, I mean, just fields alone, we track over 800 data points. Beyond that, we track when they were last called, when they were last texted, et cetera. So for me to try to figure that out on a spreadsheet of when this happened last, I would trust the system more than I would trust my 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 manual recording skills or trying to find something. The system's dynamic. So, I mean, the reality is, is you can change your strategy over time and you should, you can customize it to make it work for your call strategy. Maybe the shape best practices default strategy doesn't work for you and that's fine, but you should trust that a system can prioritize your views for you. And just to kind of go back on something as well, you guys mentioned, I don't want to think I just want to go in and trying to figure out what you're trying to do next. I read somewhere that it takes 15 to 20 minutes for you to go from one thing to pivot to another. So if you're working on something and it takes 15 to 20 minutes for you to re-pivot your focus on something else, it's a lot of time throughout the day. So why add another level? What was that? I mean, if you even do, I think here, I just, yeah. just, just a quick example is that Scott, when like, for instance, on Monday mornings, I follow theme days, which is like here, Carl White's mortgage marketing animals, uh, the core does theme days. And on Mondays you call your realtors. Well, after like, if you call leads and like new leads, mortgage leads, things that you're paying money for, it's a different mentality 
and a different like uh, like I pace back and forth and I go just I, I kind of just like whatever I'm, I'm kind of crazy with it but I think a lot of lead callers are we have a couple sc- screws loose in our brain where we enjoy this and but when you call a referral partner it's kind of like okay I can't just wing it I can't just hit dot click dial and go I actually have to like okay shift to I'm gonna have a real like I need to slow down you know maybe I need to have water instead of coffee you know and um, like it, 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 go ahead that's the thing is you can create different prioritized views for each we call them record types in the system so a lead versus an application versus a loan and processing for example and then a referral partner so you can actually create different cadences for each and then taking that a step further you can even make different prioritized views for each role of each user so like an loa who's following up on getting documents in, making sure that those uh, applications are being completed, they might have a completely different call strategy than Jimmy, you would have. And then if you take it to the referral partners, usually those calls may take a little bit more time. So you might wanna open up the record ahead of time. We have referral tracking, so you can see all of the linked referrals that that, that that realtor or CPA, as Scott mentioned, has sent to you. So you can actually give them a breakdown of each person, where they're at in the process, and like what you're doing to foster more business together. So, okay, uh, Scott, I'm sure that you're champing at the bit to say something here. So I want to I, I want to hear from you. I, 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 look, effectively, don't make me think. Right. Yeah, and, I, and where I was going to, Danny hit it on the on the, nail on the head was that uh, that time adds up a lot, right? So it could be 20 seconds. Let's just say I'm focused on a list of leads that I need to call that haven't been contacted yet, and if I'm working off a spreadsheet. And if I'm in that mindset where I've got to call, 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 right? Because I, I set aside two hours today to do that. I've got to stay as focused as possible to use that two hours as best as possible, most efficiently as possible. And if I'm wasting 30 seconds here and 20 seconds here and 30, you know, a minute here and five minutes here, you add up all of that time. How much time did I waste out of that two hour block that I scheduled? Just thinking about what to do next. And so if I'm in that list, I can boom, 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 call through. Now, let's say I set aside two hours to call our referral partners, right? I want it to be sorted by, for example, let's say that I have my tier A real estate agents who are my VIP people. I have like five of them, let's say. Well, I might want that list sorted by the last time I received a lead record from one of them or a customer referral from one of them. I want to focus on those that at at the top of the list, it's been the longest amount of time since I've last received a customer. I might need to check in with those. Or maybe we build it or help them build it in a way that it's something around conversion rates. If you see one real estate agent is not as sending you the best, most qualified customers, I need to spend some education on them. Maybe it's not a phone call. Maybe I need to go visit their office, sit down, take them to lunch, walk them through my programs and the products we have so they have a better understanding so that as they send customers over to me, they're sending me very good qualified opportunities versus not wasting my time, maybe wasting the borrower's time on something that may not be real right now. Well, also, this can help you simplify that. It would, I guess here, just going back to calling and strategy and and who do I call next? I think that, like, for instance, you and I built something where I recorded a podcast with a particular real estate agent or with several. My God, we had realtor month. Ugh, I did one podcast a day, every single day. It, it, don't I don't recommend that, by the way. But anyway, um, it, it, that would add a lot of points to the lead score record because look, if I'm going to spend a ton of time investing in you and recording a podcast and putting together a ton of marketing content for you, I want to follow up with you. I would say that if I have a list of a hundred realtors that I'm working with, they're going to be higher up on the list as someone, as someone that I want to follow up with. And then the people that I'm not yet working with, they're going to be lower on the list unless I don't have anybody to work with. Well, then you got to, you got to, you have a different strategy, but here's the thing. If you have a great meeting, with a realtor and loan officers, this will les- resonate with. You have a great meeting with a with a with a realtor. When's the next time you follow up with them? And what what if that's like is six months too long? I would argue yes, that is. And some people have a great meeting with a with a realtor and they never talk to them again and just expect that they're going to send them business. And so so I guess my point with that is this: is that if you have a system that has based on tens of thousands, I don't even know, Danny, how many lead records are, are, are there? I'll, I'll let you answer that. But but like based on a ton of data, this is the best time to call another uh, them again. This is the best time to follow up with them. Hey, the 
the lead that they sent us is checking out your mortgage coach TCA on Friday. Maybe that pings you to call up the realtor and it pings you to call up the customer to, to update a pre-approval letter because maybe you haven't talked to them in a minute and they're shopping you and you should probably re-engage that relationship. All those things, I think, based on all the data points that you're talking about, Danny, and all of the experience that shape has based on, on, on successes and failures. I think you just got to trust the system more than, more than you. So, okay. I want to add, add to that, Danny. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been talking about how the system can prioritize a manual follow-up follow-up for yourself, but I want to take it a step further. So we've been talking about how it can prioritize things. We have AI lead scoring, so that's always running in the background and it's reprioritizing your leads. Again, that's to tell you what to do manually, but- so High level, really quick, because I didn't know what lead scoring was. And that is that is a, uh, if you said that to a hundred loan officers, 10, 10 would maybe know what you're talking about. So like, what yeah. is lead scoring? Just Just high level. Super high level, it analyzes all of the data points that you have on that lead and it tells you how how it ranks compared to your ICP or ideal customer profile. So if you know that you like you have a great closing percentage with a certain demographic of a person, we can the system can look through all of the information that again, we track so many different data points that it would be impossible for you to figure that out. It would probably take you a whole day just to read through everything, like rank it against what's going on, what your ideal, what do you do? Most people don't even know what their ideal customer profile is. So um, I yeah, I mean, it's, so once you kind of establish that, it tells you what leads are more qualified and are more likely to close. Cause you, especially if you're getting, I work with customers that get up to, you know, 14,000 leads a day. That's on the largest side. I work with enterprise clients. It's impossible to sift through all of those leads, figure out which ones are good leads, figure out which ones had a bankruptcy that you can't really work with in the last you know few years or whatnot. And then what you can do is as those leads come in, again, we've been talking about all this manual stuff. So it tells you who you should be calling, but in the background too, we have automated drip campaigns that are sending you emails, text messages, et cetera, that are working to qualify that lead and move them forward in the process without you even having to lift a finger. So we've been focused on prioritization, but, and that tells you who you should be focused on, but let's also talk about the automation that's happening in the background that actually removes all those mundane tasks. So, okay. So, and that does, that's a great place to go. So I think that uh, from a feature benefit type of uh, standpoint, uh, lead scoring is something that is super important. I think it just is. And like I gave the example, I had a podcast with somebody. I ranked that really, really high. That, that added 10 points to their record. And like 10 was, like, I think, the highest amount of points. But then there's other things, too. When's the last time you've sent a referral to me? That adds up. That that's a, that's an extra point if it's within the past week, if it's in the past month, if it's been in the past six months, and if there hasn't been one in the past year. There, there's a difference in that referral partner. And then with leads, you're exactly right. Hey, they we every time I call them, they connect. I've had ten connections with this with this person, or or, or, or and maybe we figure out that hey, it takes. 33 connections before a lead goes to a closing and th these records are at num number 27 and this one's at Actually, one on average it's 17 omni-channel contact attempts to convert a lead on average so yeah. like okay so i want to stay there because it take for me don't make me think starts with trust and and, and scott you you were talking about that it takes 17. How do you know that, Danny? Across billions of conversions and data. Billions? Yeah. Billions? Not millions. Not hundreds of millions. Billions. Billions of, of leads and seeing how they work. And this is not just in the mortgage industry. Again, we work in multiple industries. And 17 is the average amount of contact attempts it takes to convert a lead. But get this. Let me take you a step further. And this will be mind-blowing to you. When most companies have on average 1.4 contact attempts before they completely give up on the lead and they don't have automated follow-up messaging to even get you to 17. 
So it's dead. There's, there's some more analytics. Let me give you one more beyond that. It takes four contact attempts to the customer for them to even kind of recognize or pay attention to you. So if you're at the bare minimum, you should have four contact attempts. Please just put, put throw a drip campaign on that gets four contact attempts out. If, um, but like I said, most people, they have 1.4 on average. So when they come to us and we say, turn on this drip campaign, turn on this drip campaign, and just call your down your prioritized view, they already see a massive jump in conversions because we're giving them brainless tools that will at <clears> least <throat> get them to a point where they can convert their pipeline because they spend a lot of money on these leads and they're not doing anything to actually convert them. So. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to scott in just a second but i just i'm reminded of, of a quote from uh frank gray who is one of the leaders of, of mortgage marketing animals been in the industry forever he's like the og of video and he one of his first videos that kind of went viral i don't i don't know if it's viral but he, he posted out there he, he literally he's just sending a video to his loan officers he's like would you just please call your customers <laughs> just call your customers just call them for any reason, just call your customers. I totally agree with that. And 1.4, man, there are some, there are some that are lower than that. It's one and that's it. And then you expect to convert a deal. So, okay, go, going to Scott, I, I, please add to that. Yeah. Well, so, so my fun stat is that, uh, you know, we're talking a lot of contact attempts to convert something, right? Contact attempts. What about follow-up? What about following up when we say we're going to? Yes. Right. We do SDP Solutions, we've done over 1,500 full secret shops of clients over the years, complete full. And when I say full, I'm saying we put a lead in and we track for 10 days. And not only that, and this is the part I wanna to get to, is we actually call back in to the customer or to the, to the company. So we've looked at, listened to a voicemail they left us. We looked at the email they sent us and we look at, uh, we call back in, we act and we spoof as if we're that customer. We have a brief conversation, act like we're really interested, but then act like we have someone yelling in the background to take our daughter to soccer practice. I got to go. Can you call me back tomorrow at two o'clock? That's what we do. We sell it every time. Can we get a call back tomorrow at two o'clock? Trying to get a call back exactly at two o'clock. We want to see what happens. Here's the stat. 85% of the time, 85%, we get a call back more than an hour late. But you do get a call back? I'm surprised. Sorry. How many? How many, how many Sorry, we're going to edit that. We're going to edit that. Sorry. It is 50% of the time, we never get a call back at all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 50% of the time, we never get a call back at all. 85% of the time of the 50% that we do, 85% of the time, it is more than an hour late. So, okay. I want to stay here for a second because I, I've heard you say that before. Um, it, it, what, what you and I built was, uh, for instance, it was different status. And, and if you call a massive amount of leads and I did, I would get people all buttered up. Hey, awesome. Yep. I'm going to complete the application, Jimmy. I love you. I've checked out your ratings and reviews. Hey man, you're awesome. I love everything you're saying. Yep. I'm going to get it done tonight. And I would tell them like, listen, not tonight. You need to do it right now, which is just a whole different topic that we can go into a different, in a different recording. But I guess the point is, is that how many people actually do what they say that they're going to do and how many people are just trying to get you off the phone? I guess that's one thing, but how many people actually do intend to do it? And then, I mean, you're faking it, Scott, like, hey, my kids are going to soccer practice, whatever, but some people do. They have their kids going to soccer practice. Then they go and then they have some talks with the parents and then they have to do something for work and then they go to bed and then they wake up and then they go to work. They've forgotten about it. They had the intention to do it. They wanted to do it, but 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 they didn't. And I called these people promise to complete applications. Well, and if you're going to call people... So, I mean, if you're going to call people and follow up with people, I would argue the people that you've already contacted that have already said they want to do this are probably a higher priority than somebody else. So I don't mean to cut so you off. The, the problem with this, right, is that the software or sorry, the spreadsheet or the software that people use to do this today does not give them the ability to have backups. OK, because if, if they ask for a call at two o'clock, something might have come up for me personally, the salesperson. But I need a backup. What's the backup? Well, maybe it's an automated email or a text or a reminder text to make sure that that time is still going to work for them. Or maybe it's my LOA that has the opportunity to reach out to them. Or maybe it's an assistant or someone else on the team or something so that we still meet that two o'clock commitment to that borrower or that customer. 
we're still meeting that. And to have a system that allows you to do it like Shape does. Shape can set it up. You can set this up very easily to, to say, what is the backup plan? What is the, you know, what is the strategy when we schedule these follow-ups? This stuff is easy to set up. It does not take a PhD to set this stuff up. Right. So I set it up and I can set it and forget it. I, I wanted to mention that term earlier that a lot of what um, I see with Shape is that it's set it and forget it as a, as a base. Now, you know, if you want to be advanced and you will over time as you learn and you see the, the value of it and where you can go. Uh, but as a base, you can at least start with a set it and forget it. The old commercial with that, you guys remember that? The rotisserie chicken and set it and forget it. Anyways, uh, that's the idea with this is that we I guess, can set stuff up and forget about it for right now and then come back to it later. And I guess you just really hit this home is that when somebody contacts a lead in any industry, it's like a checkbox. Contacted, I won. I, I would say that especially in mortgage right now, especially mortgage right now, even an application doesn't mean you've won right now. I would say it's like, great, you've, you took 100 applications. Psh, I don't care. It's not going to convert to a closing, especially right now with low inventory, high rates, how, how, it, all, how it all is working. I, I was talking to a CEO of a company. He's like, applications don't matter. It's actually more of a cost you, it, it, than anything right True. now. And it, it, and that's that's 100% accurate. Uh, Danny, you were trying to chomp in. I, 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 I want to get your, 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 your take on that. Well, you guys had mentioned like a lot of people... I mean, you guys have firsthand experience. A lot of people is, I'm using air quotes, a lot of 70% of people actually are not ready to move forward at the time that they say they are. So that's why it's imperative to have a follow-up strategy. And um, just to kind of, Scott mentioned, well, give it to your LOA to follow up on, you know, especially if someone like you really can tell they're not ready. You can, so Shape has not only these prioritized views, but we also have event, a, a full on calendar that syncs with your Google Calendar and Outlook Online. So you have backup plans of all of that. All of those can send you the reminders. We also have task management where you can actually at sign your assigned LOA and say, follow up tomorrow at 2 p.m. And it assigns the tasks to them, reminds them. You can throw it in a prioritized view and you can change the status to follow up and the system will follow up. So there's four backup plans for that single item that we were talking about. And you can do all of that in literally two seconds to set the task, set the reminder, change the status, and then the rest kicks off automatically. Yeah, okay, so just to add there too, most systems, by the way, most systems out there, it gets really difficult to assign this to people, right? assign the task or assign yeah. the lead record because it the record's assigned to one person, one person. person only. Yeah. The ability to shape yeah. something that needs to be called as the multi-lead owner. I can have multiple people assigned to one record so that all of us can work in conjunction to provide the best customer experience out there. All right. So uh, we're, we're <laughs> every single time I listen to you guys talk about shape, it ends with, we're barely scratching the surface and it's just the truth. I know it does so much, but like, I want to, I want to rein us back in and I want to create some really short form videos right here that are going to be optimized for effectively getting the word out about shape, because I believe this with my heart of hearts that if loan officers would adopt lead scoring, prioritize views, and really just an efficient optimized system on a deep level, I mean, like I'm going really deep here, but like marriages will be saved. I, I would, I would say time spent with kids will be increased. And I, I know I'm going super deep, but, but this is, this is the, the, the correlation is that how much time you spend shifting to your next task. It, I know every loan officer will relate to this, but how much, how many times have you come home to a plate of dinner in your microwave? How many times have you spent dinner time at the end of your driveway pacing back and forth with a client? How much inefficiency exists in your life? And man, I, I just, I know that's super deep and maybe heavy, but that's just the truth. So many law officers fail at this, being being productive, being optimal, because we get into work, we're super peppy, we're on top of it, but then the appraisal doesn't come in at value. A realtor wants to cuss you out because the you didn't call them, or whatever. There's a million things that are going to come, come into play. And, and look, some of it's not your fault. I would argue most of it isn't. It's not your fault. It's just your responsibility. And you kind of have to take it. Can you imagine if 
you're dealing with all of this stuff at a high level and with a high volume, and then you have to think about what who to call next. I just I, I'm going off of a tangent here, and I want I want to reel myself back in, so I'm 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 like keeping you guys focused. I need to be focused. So okay, I want prioritized view for Jimmy here. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Yeah. It's yeah. yes, but you really do. I think that like I I was we were joking, like I want this for my life. I want to follow up with people that like are friends of mine that I haven't talked to in a year, you know, that I I would say I'm really, really close to this person. Oh, really? When's the last time you've talked to them? And it's the same thing with the referral partners, it's the same thing with customers. Oh wow, I've never followed up with you after having a really great transaction. Never, not one time, not even an email drip, not a bomb bomb video, not anything. And it's been five years. When are you gonna get around to it? How about you have a system that you plug and play, you drop it into the system and it just does it for you. So, okay, I want to go to problems that this solves. I want to keep this, I want to, I, I want to put a bow on this at some point um, soon. So um, I, I want to start with Danny. It, you talk to a lot of people, you're doing enterprise accounts, you're doing, you're doing a lot of demos. This is going to be tough for you, but I'm asking it anyway. What are the top three things that Shape offers as a solution that the current CRM lead manager doesn't do? Can I give it to you in different perspectives? You can give it to me however you want. Okay. For a business owner, it gives you compliance, which is important because you don't want legal blowback. Legal blowback. It gets you more leads, more converted leads, and it keeps your staff on track. Wow. That was on the spot. I that would so let me give it to you in another perspective. All right. Let's take it from the user's perspective. It's a brainless, efficient way to get through your workday. We have cool factor feature tools like voice dictation, which saves you time and it's kind of fun. And it takes a lot of the mundane tasks off of your plate and you can see everything that the system's doing for you. That's from like the day-to-day -day user perspective. I'll give you one more and then I'll turn it over to Scott because I'm sure he has things to add here. From a manager perspective, we have tools that actually quantify how your reps are doing, how valid the lead is with things like, you know, lead scoring. We have the integrated dialer and texting solution. So you actually can visually see in a pipeline view, not to mention all the reports that we consolidate all of that information for you, but you can actually visually see how your team is doing, how valuable your leads are, how qualified they are. And it gives you opportunities to move forward and make better business decisions. So I mean, those are wow. my three perspectives. No, that, 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 that. It's 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 tough, Danny, and and we all three of us can relate on this. Is that it's very tough to really put shape into a tweet, into a a, a top three type of, type yeah. of a thing. So I, th I think you've done that. I, I and and to really even condense it shorter. You, you keep your salespeople selling and out of the things that they hate doing, the mundane tasks. Every salesperson that is a a, a ten out of ten on sales that I've ever met is terrible at the mundane tasks. I'm terrible. I really am. I I'm not organized. I I like to just keep that phone going, keep it dialing, keep it dialing. I want to talk to the next person, then the next person, then the next person. I want to hit my numbers, you know? And people are like that, that the best people are like that. And if you slow them down on this mundane BS, it only slows you down as a manager, as a CEO, as, 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 a, as a big big time user. So, okay, going to Scott, what are the top three things that Shape does as far as a solution that other CRMs don't do? <clears throat> So going back to my days, so a lot of people may or may not know this, I spent the first 10 years of my career out of college at uh, a large mortgage company now called Mr. Cooper. Um, so a lot of people have heard of the Mr. Cooper name. <clears throat> it wasn't always as big as it was, but you know, it was there for 10 years. And one thing, being the administrator of a lead management system <clears throat> was that I did not sleep very well during those years. I literally did not sleep well. I didn't sleep well because I was nervous. I was stressed. I had so many balls in the air and I could not keep track of all of them. And I was worried I was going to screw something up. And there were times that I did. There was times where an email 
campaign went out to thousands of people with the wrong thing in it and the wrong message in the and the field tag. You could tell it was messed up. And the stress and the anxiety and all that that I had to live through uh, for that organization was just mind-boggling looking back, right? And so I like what I really love about Shape is that it gives people the ability to sleep better at night, right? Wow. It gives them the ability from an administrator perspective to know things are easy to set up and I can see everything in one spot instead of hoping I clicked on the right thing and, and did the right things from a user perspective. I'm going to feel good that I ended my day well, that I did all of the things I was supposed to do, and then I can come back tomorrow and start again. And from a manager view, it's going to make sure that, you know, I can sleep better about my numbers. Am I hitting the numbers? Am I on track? Are my people doing the right things? Am I, you know, a lot of times a manager of salespeople, they are like a uh, like a train conductor and making sure that people are going the right, right path. You can't have things hit, you know, head on. I mean, there's all kinds of issues with this, but a manager really needs to make sure that everything's moving in the right way. And if there is a backup in one spot, I need to be able to redirect very easily. And from a shape perspective, the amount of visibility a manager can get into to see not only voicemails that are not called back and messages that are not responded to, to number of lead records that are bubbling up over here, whatever a manager, it gives them that air traffic control view into the system. So at the end of the day, they're going to sleep better at night knowing they come in the next morning and they're on track to hit the numbers they need to hit. I mean, bro, you're really hitting on it there. Uh, sleeping better at night. I, I, I agree with you because a lot of times you're laying in, in, in bed, checking your cell phone, which you probably shouldn't be doing at like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And you're like, did I do this? Did I do this? And like, if, if, if there was just a checkbox, I, I would say here, like there's a lot of companies that subscribe to this book. I was just right in front of me. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to mention it, but what the heck is EOS? It's basically like, what is your number? And did you hit it? And for you to be able to say, I am good at my job. I'm good at my job because see, these are the numbers that I hit. And, and, and I think internally self-esteem wise and just overall as a person, like here, I'm a good, I don't know, homemaker because I made my bed. I brushed my teeth. I you, you, things like that that are simple, but like from leads, I called my leads today. I followed up with my clients today. I did what I said I was going to do today. And how much, like, you can't even put a price to that from a, I can go to sleep tonight type of a thing. So, you okay. did your hair, by the way. Very nice today. Yeah, I did my, yeah, and I did, I did my hair very nicely. Um, it, I certainly did, man. I mean, today I was like, ah, what should I go for? Um, uh, all right, Pitbull. All right. I, I tend to pick that every day, but anyway. Okay. So uh, in, in wrapping up, um, I, I want, I want just one more, one more very quick thing. And then, and then we're going to sign off is that I want one, I want one. So, uh, what is the number one? No, we're going to do two things. Sorry. I'm, 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 I'm walking back my, my first thing. So we're going to do two things to, 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 to finish. First is what is the coolest feature of shape and not what you think, what other people think when they initially see shape, Danny. Uh, Jimmy. So Look, I, I know you're thinking this is the question that people ask me. So that's why I'm asking it, Jimmy. Why shape? What's the coolest thing it does? And I did exactly what you did. Ugh, I, 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 priority view? I mean, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, and then they don't even know what that is. I'm not going to give you a feature because, again, it's what perspective are you looking at? So I will give you a general statement that hopefully will be okay with go, go, hopefully go it'll be okay with this answer. Um, shape gives you the tools and power to propel your business forward in an easy to use solution. And it's all there for you. You don't have to go seek out and find the tools. All of the tools that you would need are in shape. Obviously that's a very big general term. There's one-offs people need to you know, we make it really easy to integrate with other tools too that we might not have, or you might like better elsewhere, but 
as a whole, shape gives you what you need to propel your business forward in an easy to use fashion. I mean, wow, that was really excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really wowed at that answer. Um, it's just got that stuff to follow up with. But Scott, what is, what is the when you're giving a demo about shape? What is the number one? What is the top feature or benefit or solution? Gosh, I should have said it all those ways, Danny. But what is the top thing that somebody is just absolutely wowed about that that shape does? So I'll give you two real quick. One is the ability to have the phone integration into the system itself. A lot of systems give you the ability to click to call, maybe. But what they don't give you is the ability to manage your entire phone system in the system itself. Not have to go to an external system that, one, costs a lot of money. Two, I've got to have someone administrate it. Three, I've got to integrate it with other systems that are important. And it gives it all in one system. So I can take inbound calls, outbound calls. And guess what? I don't even have to worry about click to call. I can just simply dial a number in the keypad and call someone from the system. I can route inbound calls. I can write rules to say that if this person doesn't answer, route it to this group of people, not just another person, but a group of people. Because I need the customer to be taken care of. And if I can handle the way that that inbound call is routed to get to a team of people, I know that customer is going to be handled and not sent to a voicemail. But guess what? If you want to send to a voicemail, you can. There's voicemail in the system. It's a phone system. You can have voicemails. But it gives you the visibility to know that there's a voicemail waiting across multiple people. It's not just it's sitting on Jimmy's voicemail. Is he going to happen to look at his phone and see there's a voicemail there? Oh, by the way, there's 100 voicemails there that we don't know about customers waiting for phone calls to come back. And we've done some really cool stuff. I like showing this is like my, this is my first thing. I'm going to go into a little detail on this is that the ability to change the status of a lead to say that there was a missed call. And a lot of people say, well, wait a second, you can't change the status. The status is the application. Why do you change it to missed call? Cause there was a, a voicemail, but good news. We haven't mentioned this is that there's multiple statuses available for a lead record. I can have a lead in the application status Maybe it's in the lead status of not contacted, which tells me that the customer got to an application without speaking to someone. That's a great visibility to know on stuff. But guess what? There's a voicemail waiting in, the, in <laughs> someone's voicemail. And I can have that as a status and the visibility to know that and write workflows and all of that, that around that. It's just mind blowing to people when they struggle today with all of those things that go into that into, into that game. We talk about this one more. Night. Can I give you one more before yeah. it's too late? Well, well just, just really quick. Uh, yes, you're going to yeah. give me one more. I really just want right. to capitalize on All this right. because, dude, that helps you sleep at night. Hey, it does. You're right. hey so the whole system is all within the system. And if somebody calls in, you don't, it wasn't on my cell phone and I missed it. It wasn't on, like, did I call this person back? Did I not? Because a lot of times we're going to this thing, to this thing, to this thing. We just forget. I'm going to do this all in my memory is what I'm, I'm like, my God, no. I guess, I mean, at the end of the day, what happens? Customer experience lacks because of this. Absolutely. Terrible, right? Or well, Scott also mentioned that the person got to an application without talking to anyone. Yeah, we have the point of sale. Someone could go and fill out a whole 1008, 1003 application, upload all of their documents without speaking with an individual. So it cuts uh, out a lot of that. It's, it's okay. Uh, one more, Scott. I, I like. I've got to. We could just go down, down the, wait, do, do one, one other quick thing. I still yeah. spend $30 a month on Google, on the Google phone. I, like, and I've, and I've not literally used it. There's just, I don't want to lose the number. And it's just like, but I mean, I still get leads from it. People reach out to me just randomly for like, I haven't originated in a year and people are reaching out to me randomly. Anyway, I guess my point is, is that we spent a ton of money. I spent a ton of money on being able to route you know, the calls, if, if, if a call comes in at this time, does it ring all of these people's phones? If a call comes in at this time, does it go to voicemail? Who does that voicemail go to? Is the lead record updated and none of that integrates? This is all done for you. So I want to move on to the next thing though, go. So the next thing is shared email inbox. So as I am receiving emails to my inbox and let's say I have multiple people on my team, people who are helping me be successful, I can take emails coming into me and I can forward them to Shape and Shape's gonna look at the email address it came from and if it matches to a lead record, it's going to associate that email response to that record itself. And what that means now is that I could have multiple people, I could have one email from Scott Payne going out and that goes out, the customer responds, but let's say I'm in a, in a meeting or a closing or offsite or doing something else. That email doesn't have to wait. It can notify other people who are on my team to help me respond to that person 
And better yet, as I move further down the funnel, let's say that I have a uh, processor in shape, because again, we could do this stuff, an underwriter in shape, and they need to see the visibility back. It's impossible to do today. They can't go back and look at someone's email, but if it's associated with the lead record itself, they can at least see the history, the chain, the chain of events that got to the situation. A processor is going to say, oh, that makes sense. That's why they're answering the phone. They send an email that says they work you know, these hours or on these days. And so just the visibility to be able to see these things in one spot rather than jumping around and making ultimately the customer experience worse. Customers suffer from this ultimately is what happens. Customers suffer, not the, the, the salespeople. Right? I 100% so, agree that the customer experience is just like it, 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 it falls way short. It's like it's the, an afterthought. It's like, well, you have to just mold to our system. Well, actually, the customer is just going to go somewhere else where it's easier for them. And you would, too. I want to click button, get mortgage. I want to click button, get insurance. I want to click button, get health insurance. That's what I want. That's what the customer wants. And that's what they're going to do. And they'll pay more for it. Not because it's better for them, not because the service is better, not because anything else. They just don't want to think. And I, I mean, like, that's literally what you're taking out of it. So, okay, one last thing before I go off on another tangent. And, um, and, and we're coming to the end of this. For the future, I'm going to go to Danny. What is where is shape going? What are you most excited about? That's that's. I mean, here you're on product dev. What are you most excited about that shape is about to roll out? Danny's going to take mine right now. I'm calling it. Go ahead, though. You can have it. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people are scared of AI. I would say. Um, I would. Either they just don't know what it is. And I think not knowing what it is can be scary. And yeah, there's some scary things that AI, if you look at the news, can be scary. What I, I use AI every single day, literally every day. I run my emails through. Oh, no. Uh-oh. We need AI, Danny. We need AI Danny, Danny back. Okay, well, while Danny, um, while, while Danny's computer gets uh, gets back in it, I bet you she just like we like we literally were restarting our computer before. So, all right, look, she's talking about she's going down the path of AI. Um, Scott, I mean, I'm I'm I would agree. I'm I'm most excited about this too. But just to ask, oh, the, there she is. She oh, okay, I Danny. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not sure what happened. You, you just like everyone all just gone. started spinning. That was so weird. Um, well, you you basically said everybody's afraid of AI, but look, you use it every. AI heard me. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I'm most excited about um, how we're incorporating AI into our software just to make things easier, make your responses better, make life easier. Because we've talked about this throughout the whole time we've been talking is ease of use and convenience. You know, customers will do something because it's easier and it's more convenient. Sales reps will do things because it's easier and convenient. Businesses will do things easier because it's more efficient, more convenient. And that's really what AI does for businesses. So that's what I'm most excited about. Just advance that. What, what, what though? What, I know we use AI every day. So like, I'm thinking I ask Siri for stuff. I, I, I ask Alexa for stuff, whatever. Like I've never, I don't open my calculator anymore. I just ask Alexa or ask Siri or whatever, because like, I need a calculation, give it to me right now. I don't want to open my phone. I want to literally say outside with my voice. Isn't that so crazy? Like it's inconvenient to face ID, open my phone and open the calculator and press the buttons with my thumb. It's more convenient to say with my voice. Anyway, what, what, so what does that mean though with, with a lead management system with shape? Well, for me, it saves me a ton of time. If someone, people ask me questions all day long, whether it be internally or customers or whatever it is, I have the answers very quickly. I know what I want to say, but I don't have the time to actually really think and compose out an email. This is just an, a daily example of what I do. I literally write into AI, improve this, make this into a composed email. And I data dump spelling mistakes and all into press enter, beautiful composed email that I can just copy paste and send out. It's great. I use Shape AI literally every single day to communicate with literally everyone. If you're getting an email from me, it's probably run through AI. So make sure that it is spelled right. It's composed correctly because sometimes you might be half focused on something else, on a prioritized view that you're working on and you just need to get a response out and it needs to be 
good. That is one example. So. All right. So uh, going to Scott, I know it's the same thing. I know you're excited about AI. So I would just want to go deeper. How does this relate to the loan officer that's doing 10,000 things at once? Why should I care about AI? Everybody's rolling out AI. Everybody's talking about AI. It's like there are loan officers that are becoming AI experts. I'm an expert at, G at GPT, even though you know nothing, by the way. Okay. D d but dialing myself back, why does a loan officer care about shape and AI? Well, you know, uh, a lot of what we talked about today is that there's a prioritized list. You need to do something. When you're done, you need to update what you did and click this and then move to the next thing, right? We've talked a lot about that. What if there was a way for AI to simplify that even further where you simply told the system what you did and it can summarize and say, okay, here's what we're going to do next. We heard that you wanted to send the application link out. Let's send out the application link for you and change the status for you automatically. And you said you wanted to follow up next Monday. We'll schedule that for you as well. Is that all correct? Yes. Move next lead. Right. That's where we're going with this stuff. And uh, you know, talk about simplifying people's lives. Think about that from a customer experience perspective. Like all of this ties in together. Where um, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, "I'm going to send you the application link." And guess what? They get busy and forget to do it. And the customer is like, oh, "I'm waiting for it and never get it." And what happens? Delays their ability to buy a home down the road. Rates go up, and now they're priced out. All these different things can play into it. And here we are saying. With AI, we can help simplify their lives, not only write emails, but down the road, be able to do things like, again, send those application links, update the statuses, and simply just tell the system what happened. Um, maybe it's uh, one thing that already exists today that is just uh, was probably going to be on my top two things or three things of things is the uh, voice dictation. The ability for me to type all of my notes using my voice like I do with Siri and other things or text to talk on my phone, I can do that literally within Shape. Um, and so after a conversation, rather than spending time typing, and by the time I get to the end, I forget half the stuff that I was typing anyway, I simply just have a conversation or t tell the system what happened and it can voice dictate all of that. Now, where do we go from here? Again, taking that and trying to simplify it even further. Those are the types of things that we're on top of with shape and that I would bet money. I'm a, I'm a kind of a gambler. I like fantasy sports, those who know me. Uh, but I, if, if I had a gambling account, I would bet money, significant amount of money that there were other platforms out there that aren't even thinking about how to make people's lives easier using AI. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, all right. So, um, guys, I loved all of this. Um, I think that we hit on a high level on a lot of different topics. Um, I mean, we didn't even talk about the mobile app, which, like, that would be how people would probably use the voice dictation. And I, I, there's so many cool things that when we're gonna we're gonna talk about this more. Um, so, all right. To wrap us up, um, this has been the. <laughs> oh my gosh I'm, i want to say get it done podcast so bad so bad i want to i want to I wanna say uh, get it done podcast my uh, my my podcast that i've i'd still need you guys on but um this is the shifting into shape podcast the shape shift podcast we're gonna figure out something to, something cool to call it but look we gotta we gotta move this industry to really save people from all this stress and it's a shift and it's coming whether you like it or not, but I think that shape is just gonna totally dominate and overtake the industry. And um, and then just for the recording here, I'm we're gonna uh, we're gonna put an outro on this. And what I want to ask is that people will, if you listen to this, I'd love feedback in a review, any type of review. It could be one star, it could be five star. Hey, I love this. Hey, I hated this. But give us feedback. What did you like? What didn't you like? That would be super helpful for us. And Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Danny, for joining us. And we'll talk soon.